G'day punters, welcome to the Sydney preview show for the mailbag. We've got racing returning to Rose Hill this Saturday, headlined by the Festival Stakes. There's also the ATC Cup and the Starlight. Mark Shan, first impressions of the meeting overall at Rose Hill? Um, I'd be happy if I backed a winner early and made it a prisoner. Um, it looks <laughs> a very tough day to me. Uh, you, you might be getting some good value through the day, but of course you've got to find the winner's but uh, looks a tough day. Yeah, it certainly does. Uh, Mark Roden, we've got the rail back in the true. Weather looks pretty decent overall. Are you expecting any pattern to emerge here on Saturday? Oh, I'm not going in with a set idea. It, it can be a bit hard to lead back in the true on the drive, strangely. Um, but it's reasonably fair. Just the, the standard Rose Hill up near the speed, if not leading, and perhaps running line. But um, not not going to hang that in anything just yet during the day anyway. It's going to be quite hot. It's going to be 36, I think, on Saturday. So it'll be worth worth listening to uh, Rob, see if uh, any horses are being affected by that. No doubt, no doubt. And uh, just before we kick off, we've had, obviously, racing over the last couple of days, Warwick Farm and Wyong. Uh, Mark Sheen, how'd you fare over the last few days? Uh, yes, uh, I was on Tamerlane, so um, I got another protest, which... Uh, I had to have a sit down after the race. I was a little bit shocked by that. Don't normally get two in a week, do you? No. I'll take them. There's plenty of bad luck in racing. You've got to take the good luck. <laughs> Mark Roden, uh, your thoughts on the protest and then also just uh, quickly summarising how the uh, the results have been filtering in. Uh, the winner of the first certainly was wandering around and mm. caused some interference, but what... When I hear that word um, intimidation in the steward's room, I'm taken back to Craig Williams and poor old Ricky Cartwright at Mooney Valley that night about 15 years ago, which uh, a lot of people still remember and wake up in a cold sweat about. Um, but um, I don't know. I'm, I, as soon as that siren goes, I try and just uh, go into a zen-like state and not worry about it. Um, and on the week so far, I actually found a few winners at Warwick Farm yesterday, some at good odds, but I've, um, I haven't had enough on them, unfortunately, and I... I only had the one bet at Wyong today. The um, the uh, pattern worried me with irrigation, and that's the way it seemed to turn out. I couldn't quite get a handle on it. I had the one bet, did no good. But in front for the weekend, um, still four meetings over the next three days for me to cover. Exactly right. There's plenty of racing. And too much racing is not enough racing. That's where we are at the moment in the late part of November. Um, Rose Hill race six, we're going to preview the Quaddy Legs races six, seven, eight, and nine. Uh, we'll start off with the ATC Cup over 2,000 metres. The listed race at the moment, Bondicini is favourite over Laura Mien. Graceful Glamour's up there in the market as well, but it's pretty wide open, which is seemingly uh, what most of the Quaddy Legs are all about this Saturday. Mark Sheen, I'll go to you first. Who do you like in the ATC Cup? Yeah, I thought uh, Laura Mien toughed it out okay at Newcastle, and I think the step to 2,000 metres is actually in his favour. He was very narrowly beaten by a Welsh legend uh, over this uh, trip um, last time in, and he should have won that race. So uh, he hasn't drawn quite as well, though. Uh, he was in a good position at Newcastle, so Jason Collard's got to have to weave some magic here to, to find a spot. But there does look to be a bit of speed in the race with Graceful Glamour. They should roll along and hopefully string out a little bit. Wolf's in the race as well. Uh, Bondicini didn't have any luck the other day. Everyone saw that. That was her first go at 2,000, so she hit the line well. But um, some of these Melbourne stars come to Sydney and they 
they lose the leg, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Savakul's racing really well. Hasn't got a good record at Rose Hill, none from eight, I think. But um, I think her run at Torxbury was very good. But tough race, but uh, Lawming in for me, number nine. Okay. Mark Roden, in the early stages of the market, have you got any overlays at this point? Um, no, nothing significant. Um, this is very, very hard. I've got, I ended up with Bonvicini on top, but so did everyone else, and the price is too short for me at the moment. I'm, I'm probably on $6 or something and take the risk on the yet another Melbourne vis- visitor, see if we can get the money this time. And I also had Graceful Gamma, I think, will improve back in Sydney uh, on a dry track, loves to dry. I think Mantastic's the one out of the Hawkesbury race from the Walla Army that's been set for this race. Um, G. Schofield to Jay McDonald and back up to 2000 that, that looks nice, but I've only got it about the price the market is. So nothing special uh, value-wise there. Then Law Me In, Black on Gold, Savakul, Wolf, even Rocket Clock down the bottom. So I can't make um, much sense of this race, to be honest. I've got eight of them within about a length and a half, and no value at this stage. And I'd imagine that's probably the way the race will end up. Uh, so with that in mind, race seven, the Festival Stakes, Group 3, over 1,500 metres. Speed map will come up first, uh, which looks interesting. There's certainly a lot of back markers in this race that have uh, drawn out a little bit wide. I'm not sure how early could be a bunch beginning to the race, but the, the market itself is certainly a very messy affair and it's $5 a field at the moment. So, Mark Sheen, I'll start with you. Anything for yourself in the festival stakes? Um, look, I thought uh, Through the Cracks was a good win the other day. Um, drops down to 53 kilos. Hasn't got a good draw, though. Um, so you'll probably have to look at the pattern of the day, whether they can make ground. But um, I, I think that the fact that he's been to 1,400 metres twice and he's won at that trip, I can't see any problem with him going to 15, and I like the fact that he's down on the limit. Um, faced us a little bit disappointing last start, but that may have been the wet track at sale. So I think from a better draw, um, he might be able to position up and get a, a nice run through the race. So I've got 15 from six, but um, certainly the chances don't end there. I think Sam Rose an interesting runner, but might have been set for uh, the Magic Millions Carnival in the Gold Coast. So this just might be a kick-off point for him. Outrageous, not a bad win the other day, but got all the breaks in Melbourne. So through the cracks, but we'll need uh, the pattern of the day to be allowing horses to run on. Yeah. Uh, Mark Roden, who did you end up uh, siding with on top in terms of the market? Um, Faistos. I actually, yeah, I'm being I'm completely forgiving its uh, sale cup failure. It failed at the end of last preparation on soft ground as well. Uh, I know it, it had won as a younger horse on wet ground, but he really does look like a dry tracker to me these days. Um, nice tick over trial and good good draw, and I think around $5 is okay. I think I'll be on him. Um, through the cracks, I was with at Newcastle last time, but um, different jockey. Uh, I know he's a get-back horse, but he could be a hell of a long way back from gate 14 here. Uh, the weight drop is attractive, but the other... Um, Factors just turn me off. Take, uh, I've got him about seven dollars, so I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not a million miles away from the market, but um, mm-hmm. he's a bit unders for me at the moment. Uh, beyond them, um, might be having a dream, but I've found Galway. I mentioned it after its run in the Hunter. It had a very tough run, and I thought they might mm-hmm. be going back up straight into the Gong, but they've saved it the extra week for this. Um, gets Nash and Barrier Four can. Race handy again and get a trail this time, I would think. And at double-figure odds, I reckon I'll save on him. I actually thought his run was better than 
the stable mate Rainier's had, had a tougher run than Rainier and still managed to finish in front of it. So I'd have to be with Gawa over Rainier there. And yeah, the other one to mention is outrageous. Um, that was the best run of his career with W. Pycon, fresh at Flemington during Cup Week. Um, uh, yeah, I don't like backing him second up off peaks at the best of times, but with the Sydney to Melbourne yeah. travel, um, he, he was clearly set for that race in Cup Week, I think. And I wouldn't be taking too short a price about him on Saturday. But um, yeah, probably Faistos and Savon Gaulois will be the approach here. All right, very good. So we go to race eight and the Starlight Stakes over 1,100 metres, another listed race. Uh, the speed map's coming up first and then the market will follow. Uh, Mark Sheen, another pretty open affair in terms of the market. Could you find any edge there in Starlight? Um, look, they'll probably go along pretty quickly here. Um, oh, looks to be, you know, a lot of with uh, horses like uh, Single Bullet, Villa My, Easy Eddie, Space Boy. So um, I'm looking for something that will just posse off the speed. Uh, I thought that Varda just looked a little bit lost up the straight to me. She was just trying to find cover all the way and looked to be just in an awkward position, I thought, from Barry number one. I thought she might get a, a decent run just off the speed. She's four out of five at 1,100 metres. Admittedly, some of those have been on wet tracks, but um, she did trial quite well before she went to Melbourne. So um, I'm going to give her another go. And I think in and up's a bit of value here. Um, he normally races very well second up. He's trialled particularly well since at Warwick Farm. And from barrier number four, I envisage he'll get a good run. And Snitz, uh, price has gone right off already, but uh, he should pause you up in a nice position. And it's got some good form around Classique Legend. Uh, in the June stakes there, so he's obviously got a very good chance as well. But uh, 14 from 13 will be my main plays. Okay. Mark Roden, for yourself? Um, yeah, I found two others, uh, which is good. Bit of a point of difference. I think, um, despite the weight, Viridine's the best horse in the race. He was um, <clears throat> just so solid uh, through the winter, put about five runs together, all at a level capable of being at least competitive, if not winning this. Um, Trialling nicely. I think he gets a reasonable run probably in midfield off a decent tempo. And despite the 61, well, I think he's over the odds, 61 or not. Um, double figure odds, I'll certainly be with him. Um, one that uh, I wish had drawn a bit better is Villamai, out of the same race as Varda. Um, possibly a similar sort of run, although Varda <coughs> did seem to be close to the inside and maybe was in a trickier spot than Villamai. Um, but her um, Rose Hill form is very good. She ran a great second to tactical advantage in the uh, late autumn in a very high pressure race. So I'm thinking they're going to have to stick her in the race from 11 here. There is going to be a fair bit of pressure and that's, that's going to be a minus. And I, I think her price might even get out from 750 and I hope it does. Because she has uh, shown previously that she can cop it and if not win at least run really well. So I think, um, yeah, to touch better than the 750, I'd like to be on her. Certainly Viridine. Um, Schnitz maps well with Nash right in the race um, but right price I think and yeah same for Varda I, I was concerned about that point Mark raised about it possibly being a soft tracker but um, yeah there's a couple in here making the market I think Invictus Salute and Space Boy have got absolutely none and they're both single figures so um, could be a good betting race all right. I like it. like it a lot. Uh, race nine in, in the last is a benchmark 78 over 1,500 metres. Another wide open market. That will come up first, followed by the speed map. Mark Sheen, anything to take us home there in the last? 
Well, this this looks very hard. I've spent a long time on this, and I don't think I'm any the wiser. Um, I'm going to give On the White Turf a go here because uh, she defied the bias at Canterbury. There was uh, massive bias on speed, and uh, she was one of the well, the only winner on the night to come from off the pace. I know she has been a little bit hard to catch, but uh, Bleakers have gone on her last two runs, and she may have just turned the corner. There was one run there as a three-year-old in the Packer Plate where she looked like being anything. She didn't really reach those heights again. But uh, I just thought that win was quite good the other night, so I'm going to have something on her. The horse she beat, Criminal Code, um, also not a bad run, rated okay with me, and um, I'm, I'm going to spec those two out of that race, but looks a tough race. Full Mina can sprint well fresh as well. Super's racing well, but can he bring that Newcastle form to Sydney? And the chances don't end there, but uh, 12 from 13 going a little bit wide. Certainly a lot of chances, Mark Roden. Um, you find anything there in race nine? Um, not at this stage. I I have great news on top, but um, I, I thought I thought that was a pretty good race, you know. And Enchanted Heart's a pretty good horse that had chased down uh, up at Newcastle last start. But um, just to the eye, it looked like he was taken to his limit there. It was a, it was a really a real duel of a finish between the two of them. I think he might have been tested, and there's a chance. Uh, he might come off that, I think. So I don't want to be taking short, a short price about him. I thought Too Big Furry might even lead here. And even though if if that's not a death sentence on Saturday, it could be a chance. I don't like the jockey engagement, but if she's just told to take it straight to the front and that's that's doable, it might have a chance. Um, uh, what was the other one? Oh, probably had enough, but Betcha Flying. Um, Massive plus jock, uh, sits closer, I think, a lot closer from barrier five today um, and ran really well at Kemble last week, so it's on the quick backup. Has had a lot of racing now, though. Um, hard to be too confident about it. Thought thought Super was meeting a much stronger field here. I was uh, prepared to go around him. Um, I agree with Mark. I had that Canterbury race um, rating highly as well, but I didn't quite know what to make of it. Uh, I'm a bit wary of Canterbury form away from Canterbury, but it, I can't deny that it did rate well and um, on the white turf in particular defied the pattern. Uh, it won first up at Newcastle last prep, looked really, really good and rated okay too. But uh, I think I fell into it after that. So it's uh, I, I've never been able to catch it. But um, yeah, it certainly rated okay there. Um, yeah, it's, yeah I, I couldn't see myself backing the favourite at this stage and I don't know what I'd do value-wise. So it could be, yeah, very much wait and see. Unfortunately, sorry. <laughs> yeah. It does seem like one of those kind of days, uh, but we'll see if we can find something, a best play for the day, whether that's a best bet, best value bet, even a best lay. Mark Sheen, I'll throw to you first. Um, giving Plaquette another chance. I think she was a little bit too close up the straight there at Flemington, just on the back of the leaders, and I think she's a much better horse if you just can ride her a little bit colder than that. Uh, Bowman goes back on. He's got a good record on her. One on the Kensington track a couple of starts ago. And uh, I'm prepared to give her another go back to the Sydney way of going rather than the straights. Uh, Lane promotions in race four. Uh, yeah. Don't think he's got much of a ticker. And uh, I think it's a tough day. Really tough day. Yeah. Uh, Mark Roden, any best plays for yourself at this early point? Um, yeah, I'm pretty happy to be on Facedos. Uh, yep. Just... Hope he gets a crack at him from gate two. Uh, that, that's probably the worry. And Viridine, definitely the value at double figure odds. Okay, excellent. And as you mentioned earlier, it's a busy 
couple of days of racing in New South Wales anyway. Um, have you had a decent look at Canterbury so far, Mark Road? Uh, yeah, I have. I don't. I couldn't give you a best. Uh, the, the one I think is probably my best so far is Super Contender, and I've marked it evens and it's even, so it's not um, not value play of the year or anything. But um, we'll, we'll find something for sure. And also, uh, I, you haven't had many dry tracks at Canterbury over the last twelve months, especially in the three meter position, and it can play less dynamite fence than normal. Um, don't hold me to that, but I am going to watch a race or two before I decide because it might play a little bit fairer than normal. Mark Sheen, are you brave enough to be playing Canterbury on the Friday night? Uh, I haven't done them yet, mate. I'll do them in the morning. I'll get up early and crack through the day. I'll be there at the meeting, but uh, I'm sorry, I can't give you can't give you anything yet. No, not a worry at all. Uh, thank you both for your time. Enjoy the weekend. It's certainly a busy one, and uh, we'll review it on Monday with Rob. So I'm looking forward to that. So until then, go well, guys. Thank you, boys.